Okay. Hello and welcome to XI Cafe, the experience improvement podcast brought to you by InMoment. My name is Corey Lindsay. I'm a content manager here at InMoment. And today we are talking with Luca Popovac. Luca has over a decade of experience in this field. And in his current role, he is head of CX at Grain Corp. But in the past, he's successfully spearheaded and launched the VOC program at one of the largest auto groups, BW, and one of the largest quick service food brands, McDonald's. Everyone knows that one. Starting with an inclusive CX vision, he then built a culture of a continuous improvement centered on active listening to customers and employees. Luca will take us through his personal journey into the world of CX, offering valuable insights into the evolution of the CX industry, its significance in today's business landscape, and what the future holds. Hello and welcome, Luca. Thank you. Hey, Corey. How are you going? Thanks for having me. It is such a pleasure. Well, tell us about yourself. That's quite a bio we have at the beginning. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I've spent um, quite a lot of time working in big brands, uh, mainly in the Australian market. Um, you mentioned Volkswagen Group. I was there for about 11 years, McDonald's for about two, and currently head of customer experience um, at a company called Graincorp. Um, and yeah, somebody who's sort of transitioned um, from a more marketing and digital marketing world into the customer experience world and really believe in it um, in customer experience as a North Star value that can help almost any organization improve uh, whatever it is they're trying to, to get better at. Yeah, I, I remember that from an earlier conversation. So you, what was the first time that you heard about the idea of CX as a job? Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. So I was doing some reading and I came across this concept called the service value chain. Uh, it was, I think, first talked about in HBR, the Harvard Business Review, in the 80s and then became more and more prevalent. And it was this idea that you could drive really outsized business performance if you focused on customer experience. And that made me think about more and more my role, which was at the time in marketing where I was you know, doing the good work of letting people know about great brands and maybe working on products of great brands, but not necessarily looking beyond that. And so the service value chain was an eye-opening idea for me because it went all the way up to leadership and the vision of the company and explain how that starts to set the tone for employee experience and therefore employee retention and engagement. And it was really the employee and employee experience that drove customer experience and what a virtuous chain that is if you've got the right leadership, the right employee experience, right customer experience, what a great financial return you can have in the best in the in the end. And, and what a great um, sustainable model that is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that I mean, that's kind of the mecca of CX is is stitching together all of these signals for one holistic view and then customer experience affecting employees, employees affecting the customer experience. Um, but I'm sure that wasn't um, the start for you. I, I'm sure that's taken a while for you to get up to in um, your experience. What was the first time or what was your first kind of role in this industry? Yeah, I was working at Volkswagen Group. I was there for about six years. At the time, I was the head of product marketing, which was a fantastic role. So was looking after everything to do with all the cars that came to Australia in terms of price and, and specifications and um, to a degree marketing of them as well. Uh, but then I really saw a great opportunity to move internally to become a customer experience manager and to really help set up our first customer experience function. So at the time, customer experience sat across numerous departments and areas of the business, was really decentralized, and there wasn't like a center of excellence. 
uh, and, and as such, we were lacking a bit of focus in our approach. Um, so that our first role together with some really great outside um, experts we brought in was to begin to get the whole company aligned on a common understanding of what is customer experience and then to begin to think about um, how you drive meaningful change across organizations uh, by leveraging the voice of what the customer says. Yeah, awesome. Um, well, there's a lot of things you can invest in at VW, I'm sure, and um, in the in the brands you've worked with since. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're not in the industry, like say you're in marketing or finance, why should you invest in a CX program or product? Like sit, pretend you're a CFO. Yeah, yeah, great question. I think that's something for us as an industry, we need to start thinking about more and more um, how do we explain what we do to people who are not traditionally in the customer experience world? Yeah. So I might I might take the opportunity to kind of take you through three scenarios. So I'll, I'll do, imagine you're a CEO, a CFO, and then call it like a chief revenue or marketing or, or sales officer. So somebody re responsible for revenue growth. So I think if I start with the CEO, one of the biggest challenges as a company grows in my experience is getting alignment uh, around what is really important and what do we do, what do we prioritize and what do we do next? So, you know, if it was you and me and we started a business, we can have quick conversations and go, are we going left or right? And it's pretty easy. So let's say then we grow, we've got our first 20 or 30 employees. Well, we could still probably get everybody together on an offsite day and pretty quickly get everybody aligned. But once you've got 200 and 2,000 20,000 employees, um, you know, Volkswagen at its peak, I think, had close to 700,000. McDonald's in Australia had over 100,000 employees. Wow. It gets really, really difficult then to have that feeling you had when it was just the two of us, right? Mm -hmm. So having customer experience as a North Star value allows you to bring, you know, super diverse groups of people together working in different geographies across different functional areas and give them a clear line of sight of what matters. Uh, and to have something that we know if we focus on, we're going to have the right results for our business. So I think for customer experience for CEOs, it's that leadership and vision alignment that ultimately pays off. Yeah, wow. But I'm this I to get all of those employees under the same North Star value, like who who have you seen doing this well? Do you know do you know of any tactics that you can share to, for people that might be listening on the same journey? Yeah, I think there's nothing better than walking the talk, as it were. So uh, alignment around the values is uh, easy to say, hard to do. And where it tends to fall over is the implementation of the values that people talk about. Um, maybe I'll talk about a really positive example I saw where I was at McDonald's Australia, where when we came out of COVID, one of the first things that, that the exec did was effectively walk straight back into the restaurants as soon as it was as safe. Uh, and they went back into restaurants to make fries, to make coffee, um, to do all the things that their team has been doing during COVID, but they couldn't help and assist them with. And the oh, reason wow. why they did that was to get back into a tangible feeling of what it's like to be one of their employees. Yeah. Um, so that visibility, and it was really the, the mandate was, look, unless you're, unless you're you know, doing mission, mission critical work, as soon as you can go back and reconnect with our frontline. I thought that was a great example of, yeah absolutely well i mean covid was one dark time anyway sometimes we even forget it's it's even happened but that no, no industry would have been hit harder than mcdonald's in that one 
Um, what, how have you seen the CX industry change? So we've just come out of a pandemic. We're on the road now to the ubiquitous AI adoption. How have you seen the industry change really in the last um, five years? Like what are some things you've noticed? Yeah, a, a great question. I think for that, I might loop back and talk a bit around what, what does a CFO have um, to gain out of CX? Because I think that's going to be the, the bigger and bigger focus, obviously. That's a good one. Um, we were seeing a big change in most Western markets. We're seeing inflation and inflationary pressure, cost of living. Um, everybody's forecasting tougher times. So costs and cost discipline will become a bigger part of most companies, you would think. Yeah. Um, so CFOs around the world, I'm sure, are looking at their businesses going, right, what adds value? Where are the opportunities to become more efficient? And I think us in customer experience have a really important role to play when we talk to CFOs around helping them understand the two levers that they can pull. And I think that's a that's a relationship we haven't necessarily invested in the past, but I think we should do more of. So I'll give you a quick example. If you are looking to grow your business, one of the first things you need to understand is what does it cost to inquire, acquire a customer? You know, it's typically called the CAC or the customer acquisition cost. Mm-hmm. And that's basically how much money you spend versus how many new customers you get. Um, and customer experience has a role to play in that. You know, the, the marketing, sales teams, whatever else money we're spending on, there is a customer process before they become real customers. They call them prospects or leads or whatever you call them in your industry. You know, having a critical view on how efficiently we're doing that can really help bring down the acquisition cost of new customers. Um, and on the other side, when it comes to assessing the value that we get from customers, this idea of customer lifetime value has been around for a while. Yeah. One of the big things for a lot of financial people to understand is that, and we can help them understand, is that underpinning that idea is this um, principle of churn or retention. And so if we know that our customers are currently living in their third year, and we can make that, for example, on average, their fourth year, then the lifetime value of customers go up and our overall enterprise value goes up because we know we're getting more revenue more often and with more certainty. So I think that that's the opportunity when it comes to CFOs. Um, so to answer your question, I see much more financial rigor coming yeah. into our industry. And I think we're going to have to really become much more, um, I guess, cooperative with other areas of the business and much more financially literate so you know to tell our story and cut through um beyond just our industry and, and into all the other areas of the business yeah that's yeah really insightful i totally agree with that in terms of all the research we've been um taking in on this side as well what about um the most exciting thing that you see ahead for this industry because right now all of us becoming more financially literate <laughs> sounds really daunting yes Hmm. I mean, you mentioned AI, and I think that's really fascinating. And uh, and there's no doubt there's been enough written around. You know, is it is it around? Is it going to replace all our jobs? Is it going to help us move to a nirvana-like state where everybody's got free time all the time? And the answer, somewhere, of course, is in the middle. But my challenge to everybody in customer experience is to think about how can we leverage this new technology or emerging technology and still remain 
focused on the needs of our employees and customers first, there will be a temptation like anything else to, to be really cost-driven. So, you know, in theory, if you could replace these business processes or people or whatever and gain efficiency, that's great. But could we use this technology to assist our people first and empower them to deliver great experiences first and then so see the opportunities? Does this mean that you think that they should focus on the employee side first or the... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you think about all the efficiencies we're talking about, you know, if you've used any of these tools, they, they take right. a lot of the, you know, admin boring stuff out of the way. They can make things really efficient for lots of different types of employees, um, but it will change, you know, the, the temptation will be to go, right, we've, we've cut 50% of the work, we need, we need 50% of people less. Um, so my challenge back to the industry would be to see, okay, if we, if we could make our lives of our people easier, what could we get them to do differently to also service our customers differently? And where we expose AI to our customers, um, how do we not disadvantage them and our employees as well? So I think our role in this area will be to be the guardians of the employee and customer experience and keep that true value as a North Star yeah. um, throughout whatever the opportunity is gonna, going to be. That's a really good answer. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you. Um, what any advice for people trying to get into the industry or um, trying to navigate these changes in the next few years? I think you've given people quite a lot of um, tips on trying to integrate with different parts of the business, um, trying to get themselves familiar with these new tools and free up those burdens. Is there any uh, any other advice you'd give to people trying to get break in? Probably the most important one is to understand that if you're going to be successful in customer experience and particularly working in larger customer experience teams, you really have to be comfortable uh, not being the person in the limelight. So the most successful customer experience teams and, and projects I've been a part of have been those where there's been a true partnership approach. So I think for people who are trying to get into the industry, of course, you want recognition and career growth and, and development, and, and you should definitely ask for those and, and 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 get those. And I would say, get ready to work with others in a really collaborative way and to understand that sometimes uh, our role in customer experience is to help others be successful. I'd say most of the time, that's our focus. So I think if you're coming in new, get ready to collaborate and get ready to really listen Get ready to spend time building relationships before you necessarily change the world. So I think the the temptation, particularly if you're in a, in a in a larger team and you have resources just to steam ahead and make things happen quickly, which of course, you know, opportunities are there, great. But really, how do you take the whole organization on the road with you? So how do you have that built in into everything you do? Yeah, good one. Um, I guess our last question here is what's next for you then? What's what's next on your own personal roadmap of career and development and um, for GrainCorp? Yeah, I'll probably just talk about myself. Um, hopefully it's, it's something interesting for people, but I, I find for me, it's, it's just continually broadened my um, understanding of the broader business context. So of course, keeping my head across what is happening, customer experience is important and conferences like the ones you guys host or any of the other uh, major players in the industry are such a great resource, listening to podcasts, reading articles around customer experience. 
I would say they're a given for anybody who wants to get into the industry or wants to stay on top of the industry. But then it's also being across what's happening in the wider world around us. Um, you know, one of the things that's really interesting is, you know, this idea of sustainability. And if you look at what's important to our employees and customers of the future, sustainability becomes so, so critical uh, in terms of the values that that our customers and employees want to see reflected in organizations. Um, so how does customer experience play into sustainability? How can we help um, inform and drive sustainability outcomes that are good for our employees and customers and the organization? Another area I would say for us to be really across, you know, we spoke about a bit about AI, but any sort of new emerging technology that has the opportunity to transform employee and customer experience. How can we make sure that we have a seat at the table together with people who are passionate about technology so that passion for the technology doesn't overcome any passion for the people that, that it serves? So yeah, that's the areas I'm really interested in, sustainability and staying across development, developing or emerging technologies. Well, that's, yeah, that's, it's definitely going to keep all of us busy for the next years. That's certainly the case. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for taking us on your very own CX journey. And thank you to our guests for listening to the podcast today as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for more just like this in the future.